0: Hey everyone, today we have a very special episode for you as we'll be recording one of our discussions from our weekly meetings. We are here in B209 with about 10 lovely members of our club and in honor of Pride Month, we'll be discussing rainbow capitalism today, which is, um, if you don't know, when companies use pride or the LGBTQIA community in ads and marketing, you know, put a little pride flag over their logo for the month of June. And yeah, this is a very interesting and very multifaceted topic. And I'm really looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts today. Yeah, so we'll be jumping right in. First off, I just like to hear some of your sort of fundamental opinions on this topic.
1: So I think the reason that this issue is very important to discuss and has so many different aspects and viewpoints and there's not really one clear answer um, at least for me is because I feel like there's such a fine line between representation and exploitation when it comes to marginalized groups I mean when you first think of like rainbow capitalism it's about using people from the LGBTQIA plus community using their logos their relationships or any of that to make a product or a company seem more progressive and to advertise something that maybe has nothing to do with LGBTQIA support at all. When at the same time, if we wouldn't have um, rainbow capitalism, there's a very big possibility that LGBTQIA people wouldn't really be represented in advertising at all. And that's obviously also an issue because advertising being such an everyday thing can really help normalize it. So I think it's mostly just a means of how the ad is framed and if that sort of puts the LGBTQIA plus community in a more normal light or if it's the main focus of the ad.
2: I think that something that plays a huge part in it is which company is advertising and not necessarily only how the ad is framed but also if that company produces goods in a country that might um, persecute people of the LGBTQIA community and if they support basically perse- persecuting the community by producing goods in those places.
3: I mean I can completely understand the point about how representation is very important. My Fundamental opinion is that corporations are not moral and ethical leaders for society. They shouldn't be. Any sort of attempt, be it pink capitalism, environmentally sustainable capitalism, is, in my opinion, an attempt by corporations to distract from the fact that they are exploiting people around the world, that they are not paying enough in taxes. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but I really think that what we have to recognize is that this is fundamentally going to always be exploitative because companies do not care about people. They don't care about gay rights. They don't care about Black Lives Matter. They don't care about the environment. There's one thing they care about, and that is profits. And I think that should be our guiding philosophy when looking at this.
4: How persuaded are you exactly that companies and corporations and the people who work for them some of them are the parents of people in this room are not just amoral but immoral that they have no ethical center and that they're all rapacious and heinous are you are you that persuaded that that's the case because i would argue just briefly here that there's a lot of decent hardworking people who love their children and who care about lgbtqia rights who work at companies and corporations, and it seems to me that you're painting those people with not just a broad brushstroke, but a harsh one.
3: It is quite harsh, and I think that that is worth mentioning. I'm certainly not asserting that anyone who works for a company is somehow morally wrong, um, or that there aren't people in those companies, and particularly if you look at this from the perspective of advertising, I could very much believe that you have these heads of marketing it's a young person a socially progressive person who really does care about these things i certainly believe that but i think that when companies undertake these actions as organizations i do take the extreme view that companies as a whole they're legally obligated to do this to have their one goal be profits and then they will use anything else as a vehicle for that now i think that i can understand why people would disagree with me here but I really think that when it comes to pink capitalism, if companies want to do this, that's fine, but it should not distract from the fact that the conversation around companies is not whether they're promoting social values, but whether they're destroying lives and livelihoods,
5: which I think they often are. Um, well, I think that's a very interesting sort of viewpoint, and I do agree that obviously for almost every corporation, the ultimate goal is going to be profit, and I think that is true. I do think that there are going to be some companies, um, and should be some companies, and you know more and more companies that, even if they are you know using ramo capitalism, using whatever um, advertising methods, to promote their ultimate goal of profit, I still think one should look into how that can be done in the most positive way and in the most celebratory way, like they're not really exploiting the people that they're using for their advertisements in as much as that is possible. My other point was going to be that uh, as we are talking about how representation matters, I think an important thing to look at when, you know, you see an advertisement and it's clearly rainbow capitalism by that company is to look at whether that company celebrates or includes the LGBTQI plus community the rest of the year, because I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with companies putting a a larger focus on the community during Pride Month, you know, that can be a celebratory thing as well. But I think it becomes clear that it is really only for profit when it doesn't happen the rest of the year around. If it's really only like, okay, it's the first of the month, we're only going to include gay people in our advertisements, and then the rest of the year it's nothing, I think that is when it becomes even more problematic than it could already be. Um, So I think that's an important factor to look at
0: do you guys think that like it depends on what company is putting out these ads or these messages or whatever it is do you think it matters what their opinions are generally and like what their product is that they produce and sell
6: i don't think it does because at the end of the day they're a humongous collective even if most of the people in that company have an opinion toward a goal then Companies are still big. There will still be some people who disagree. And those people who disagree will have influence because that's how companies work. People are paid to make the company have more money and the people's ideas will be heard. Companies exist because they make money, not for any other reason.
4: I'm curious about how you all feel about the case of the bakery or the microbrewery or the neighborhood restaurant that one month a year has a special menu to celebrate LGBTQIA causes. Maybe they put a pride flag in front of their establishment. Does this change our thinking in any substantial way?
2: I think we have to kind of decide what the point of all of these different months are. Like there's Black History Month and then there's Pride Month and all these different things. And we have to decide what is the point because if it's not to promote supporting these causes or these communities, then what's the point? And if that doesn't happen through celebrating them in the form of putting up flags for that month, then what what is the point? And of course, for one month a year selling merch and then the rest of the year pretending that it doesn't exist or again, not supporting it, that doesn't do anything because one month a year isn't enough. But if it's a local restaurant or something like that, you can't expect them to have flags of like literally everything up all year. And as long as they recognize it, and as long as they don't promote causes that are against these communities and supporting these minorities, where's the harm in putting up a flag and taking it down at the end of the month?
1: I think that for like small local businesses, it's a bit of a different question. And I think that in that case, in my opinion, it's a little bit more, I doubt this is the right word, but it's a bit more honorable just because I think that small businesses, I mean, okay, a small business doesn't mean they're like reliant on one source of income or something. They could also be doing well, even if they're a small business. But for the most part, they are pretty dependent on any you know, sort of customer that they have. So they sort of have to cater to a pretty large audience and for them to already be, you know, minimizing that in some way by showing support for these communities makes a lot more of a difference than when a big company does. Because when a big company puts up a flag one month of the year, they don't lose much. But for a small business, that can mean, you know, several customers not coming back and that can make a big difference. So I think that small businesses, it's harder for them to even exploit things like Pride Month.
6: Like, also, it's important to remember that these small businesses are small businesses. They are not on the scale of corporations. The individual opinions of employees do have an effect on how the business is run. So if some person in marketing decides, say, let's slap rainbows all over our products, that'll hopefully make them sell better. I don't care if none of the people in this corporation support gay pride. Let's just do it because we can. It means something massively different from, like, a small bar slapping rainbows all over their menus and signs and such because they actually have a lot of trans employees. If they employ trans people and support these people because they're people, then that would mean a lot more than, for example, insert large corporation here, Audi, slapping gay all over its logos and everything on like Facebook and only in the U.S. and Canada, not, not in the Middle East. I really support the sentiment behind that. I also
4: appreciate your passion in sharing that sentiment. But just for the sake of conversation, I'm going to argue that there are more LGBTQIA people who work at Audi than work at the bakery down the street from me. And that there are people at Audi who are proud to work at a company that at least a month a year, ideally all 12 months, they show support for their community. And while I appreciate this conversation about scale, there are more people who are LGBTQIA, who work at Audi or Mercedes or American Airlines or Cigna Insurance or Benetton than work at the bakery or the microbrewery. And I want to argue, again, just for the sake of conversation, that for that reason, these companies and corporations have even more of an impetus to show support for the people who work for them and for their customers.
1: Um, I think that specifically because they might not have LGBTQIA plus workers or something, having a microbrewery, for example, you know, showing their support in any way they can is Almost like more, I don't want to say better or anything, but just it's quite interesting because regardless of the amount of LGBTQIA workers Audi might have, even then it doesn't necessarily show as much support as it could as a big company. And so I'm not necessarily disputing your point, but I do think that it's important to not only support LGBTQIA rights just because you have a worker, you know, who's part of that community.
3: Yeah, I think the difference in how these two sorts of organizations work is very important. I mean, if you're at a company and you're an executive at Audi, for example, and you say, I have a kid just came out as trans, being bullied at school. I want to make a difference. I'm going to do something in my role as an executive to make our company more celebratory or welcoming towards LGBTQ people. The way a lot of these companies work is that's fine if it makes them money because going back to quinn's point about how companies work you do have a few companies who in their in their company bylaws say we're promoting a specific social cause the example that comes to mind right now is ben and jerry's ben and jerry's executives don't have a legal obligation to make profit or at least that's not their sole legal obligation Audi, the executives, their job is to make the company profitable. If you have an executive who puts their values ahead of the ultimate company value of profit, they'll lose their job. And I think in a small business, it works differently because you don't have these power structures and it is more personal. So that's the distinction I see.
4: I appreciate that distinction. I think a lot of us see it but there's a middle ground that i'd like to hear some people talk about which is that it so happens that virtue signaling or otherwise reaching out to lgbtqia organizations and people is profitable it's very trendy and these companies can do both they can make a profit they can support issues that The leaders of these companies, or at least their marketing departments, support. And so both can happen. And yet, there seems to be a lot of negative energy towards companies and corporations celebrating, if I can call it that, Pride Month. So, for that reason, I would love to hear someone tell me exactly what's wrong with a company making money and trying to also suggest that they are a firm for all people, they are inclusive in their very nature.
0: I don't think I have like one very strong standpoint on this. I'm kind of like in the middle, but I feel like generally I'm against them using it um, specifically to make money. I feel like there's ways to like, you know, if they would use the money that they make to then support LGBTQIA causes, you know, donating it to a charity or something like that, then I feel like it's okay, but because like, most companies, not all of them, but most companies that indulge in rainbow capitalism usually don't really take that money that they make off of the LGBTQIA plus community and put it into supporting it. I feel like that's sort of what my main issue is with that.
4: Let me ask you, what if a company donated $10 million to a handful of your favorite LGBTQIA causes? And they do, a lot of them do. And they also happen to, during Pride Month, and perhaps in other advertising campaigns, they try to reach out and show solidarity for and with the LGBTQIA population. Would that suit you okay?
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of like what has been previously said about all companies being more or less like inherently exploitative. I mean, I wouldn't be absolutely happy with it, but it would be better than what is going on most of the time.
6: Something I think just for for conversation to kind of counter-argue that is, yes, while it can be really beneficial to give back to the community and things like that, in certain situations, companies who represent and show representation and maybe are inclusive of members of all communities, are they necessarily in the position where they have to give back in order to fit this idealistic, they are supporting 100% and giving back to all communities if they are employing people or if they are showing representation. And to what degree can we like measure how well they are, like, including people?
7: I think that's a very interesting point to bring up. And especially when talking about the idea of companies trying to really represent their values, apparently, while making a profit. And many companies claim that their values include being tolerant and accepting of everybody... Yet at the same time, many of these massive corporations completely reject or don't even recognize the idea of LGBTQIA plus issues in other countries and other regions in the world, such as the Middle East, where it just isn't very popular. And these companies do this sort of thing for so many different issues and things. And really, at the end of the day, like was said earlier many times, they're really just trying to jump on recent trends. And I think that this really means that the companies don't truly care about these issues. They obviously are just profit-driven, but you can also really say that these are part of their core values as companies if all they do is just jump on the trend of who's doing what. And this is a very weird tangent, but in the recent Ukraine war, Many companies up to the point of the Russian invasion of Ukraine were still doing business in Russia and making a lot of money in Russia. But once the international community started vetoing any real business with Russia after the invasion, then all the companies started pulling out of Russia. All of these companies knew the problems that exist in Russia and in so many other countries, but they only really pulled out of the country, which also impaired their business, because everyone else was doing it, and it made them look good. And I think this is very similar to what ultimately is happening with Pride Month with many companies. And in truth, all they're doing is trying to help their reputation and in the end their profit.
1: No, not to not to play devil's advocate, because I definitely see where you guys are coming from. But I'm I'm struggling to find an answer to this overall question because I keep asking myself, would I rather see them be promoting LGBTQ plus anything like putting a flag up in front of their restaurant or shop, for example, even if this means exploiting them? Like, I mean, we don't always know. Right. That's the issue. But I'm finding it difficult to kind of say no almost to them advertising because I feel like in the end, it's something I do support and I do want to see it. And if I don't know necessarily if they're exploiting or not, who am I to say that they are? Right. Who am I to be like, you can't do this because I don't know your intentions behind this? Um, I agree with your last point of not being able to reject these companies and their idea of supporting pride because I think that for a lot of them if we say oh no you should only show what you're actually supporting not just doing anything for money or trends then we might not be seeing support at all and I'm trying to come to like a conclusion of where I'm standing here and of course it's very difficult but I think mainly I don't have an issue overall with just putting up a pride flag, even if it's just for a month, not the ideal version. And there's definitely much to be you know, discussed there. But what I do have an issue with is if you see a company selling the exact same product with a rainbow flag and selling it for more, or if you see stereotypes, like, hardcore stereotypes in their ads i remember there was this one i don't even know what it was from it was something completely you know irrelevant some random product and the stereotypes in that ad were insane and so it being like oh yeah it's pride month let's have two guys that You know look stereotypically feminine or something kiss is not exactly the support i'm looking for that's where i have an issue if it's just you know oh there's audi putting up their pride flag again is that really helping then yes we can discuss it but i think it's less of an issue than when it's actually harmful
0: yeah i entirely agree with you this is why i kind of have issues coming to one strong conclusion on this topic because yeah i agree that some representation is better than none even if we aren't entirely sure if it is like very genuine because even if we're saying that otherwise it's entirely exploitative I do think that like there is still some good that can come out of it because like you know like on the one hand young LGBTQIA um, members that maybe don't fully understand the nuances of rainbow capitalism or whatever you know if they for even just one month In the year see all these pride flags hanging everywhere and like see a pride flag on a t-shirt in target or whatever you know they feel represented and seen and accepted and i also think as has also been previously said you know it does normalize it and i think we should normalize having queer people in ads or whatever and So yeah, it's complicated, but I think that's why we should continue having these conversations and trying to see the various different sides of these things. We hope our listeners enjoyed this conversation. If you want to continue hearing conversations like this and support our mission, go to buymeacoffee.com backslash JFKS Ideas. We hope you keep listening. We have a bunch of really cool podcast episodes coming up, so be sure to keep your eye on our podcast feed. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you. Say bye, Ideas. Bye.
3: Now, now I have my own way.